welcome to another fabulous episode of Real Fabulous Marketing. I'm your host, Miranda Ivey, and I think I'm particularly excited about what I'm going to share with you today because I was thinking about my episode from last week, which was all about playing to your strengths when it came to creating content. Now, that's kind of just one aspect of having a business and being alive that was all about playing to your strengths and like a strategy that maybe you could employ yourself so that instead of feeling like, oh, I'm so behind with my content, where's my four hours every month to plan and schedule out my content? Instead, I talked about, okay, well, maybe you just need to find those moments when you're really excited or you're really in the mood or the groove to create content. And for some people like myself, it's sometimes when you're just coming off like a coaching call or a consultation, or you've had a really great conversation with someone and you're like, oh my goodness, I just am going to bust out some writing some content, or maybe I'm going to record a video and I'm just going to take that inspiration and run with it. So I was thinking about that. And as I said, this is just kind of like one aspect of running your business. And I was reflecting on a conversation with my coach recently where I said to her, I said, how do you prepare for your coaching calls? Like, how do you get into, like, do you sit in a darkened room and do you play some beautiful light trance music? And maybe you've got some essential oils burning. Maybe you've got some sage. I don't know. How do you do it? You know, how do you sit there and you know, instill all these little pearls of wisdom upon us. And how do you get into that, you know, into that mindset? And she said, my whole life is preparation for these coaching calls. And while she's definitely not a wanker, um, it did give me pause to reflect around what she's saying and also what she's not saying, which is, Why do I need to kind of change my mindset when I'm constantly trying to play to my strengths and work in times that work for me and not race around doing everything for everyone else instead of working out, okay, well, where's the niggly kind of annoying bits in my life? And am I not leaving enough time before a coaching call? Do I need to change that? Do I need to like make sure that I've got an hour free just so that I can, you know, get think about what I'm going to say or who's going to be on there. Like there's so many things that we do unconsciously that actually when you start to play with them, you can really start to play with your strengths. Now, this is where the neuro-linguistic programming training and coaching that I've been doing can really help you and I know that it has really helped me. So I'm going to share a few examples of kind of how I've started to play to my strengths and start to employ strategies to really change my life. And hopefully by listening to this, you're like, oh, I could, I could easily do that. Or maybe you want to find out a bit more info of how we could work together. But I want you to start just thinking about, are there any niggly little annoying things going on for you? Or, you know, sometimes we talk about like holding back on social media. Like I'm sure I've done a podcast on this or I've talked to you in person about this if you've met me, but you know, just that fear of being seen or fear of saying the wrong thing. And 
When it comes down to it, it doesn't actually happen at the moment that you are about to put pen to paper or tap out a caption on your phone. That fear and sort of those like little niggling thoughts actually happen so much earlier. So it's about sort of rewinding the clock and finding out where did it all begin or where does it begin when you go to write a post. So for me, I know that uh, I surf way more than, you know, you would probably expect of me. I went for over the past week, I surfed Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, I mean, I know that's eight days, but I just counted them on my hand. That is five days. And aside from Sunday, which was when I was meeting my friend and we were kind of doing like the kids swap thing and I was actually pretty tired by then. Every other day that I went surfing was an early morning. So it was a like a leave my house at six or just before six. Now, I don't know if you've ever left your house with trying to go to the gym or do an activity, but usually there's a bit of preparation. And for me with my surfing, I've got to put my surfboard on the roof. I need to know where my wetsuit is, my towel is, have some water ready. Uh, I like to know where my keys are so I can leave the house early in the morning and sometimes have a banana ready too. <laughs> Just giving you all my secrets here. But uh it has to happen the night before. And actually it happens even before I put my surfboard on the roof. It happens with me checking what the weather's doing and the conditions so that I know there is because so that I know when it's going to be good. Because honestly, when I see someone learning to surf and they're going out in the world's worst conditions because they've got no idea as to what the conditions are good for them and like they've just got this pocket of time. So they go out. There's nothing wrong with that. But they're not going to have like a really amazing time because you have an amazing time when you know the right type of condition. So let's rewind it a bit more. It's even like this all started with me learning about what type of conditions are good for me, what the wind is doing, what the waves are doing, what direction the waves are coming, when the tide is happening, what time is first light. Like there's a lot going on, but as you can see, like this preparation started a lot earlier. I had an amazing week last week of yeah going for these early surfs and you might think what has this got to do with business Miranda and and me selling more of my online courses and it has to do with everything because I know in myself when I come out of the surf at 7am and it's time for me to hop back in my car and uh, you know get back into mum life dropping the kids off making my lunches doing the things and then before I uh, start my work day I know that I've already won so it's almost like working becomes not, you know, this means to an end, but it just becomes part of what I do. And so I have, I know in myself, like previously, I didn't have this sort of strategy set up of being already and I would go for a later surf and it would eat into my workday. I would be a little bit resentful. Like there's so many things going on. Whereas when I was able to sort of work out those steps so that I could enable myself to start doing something I really love on a regular basis, I'm already winning at life. And my invitation for you is to start thinking about this for yourself. Is there something that you never have time to do? Is there something that you wished you know, once you get all your work done, you'll be able to squeeze that in for five minutes at the end of the day. 
my invitation for you is to start sort of imagining this is sort of where it even begins we don't even have to put pen to paper but even just imagining where you could flip that around so instead of squeezing it in it becomes the first thing you do in the day or instead of like going like when I have time I'll fit that in and start thinking well you're never going to have time so you may as well start planning for it now last week when I was talking about you know playing to your strengths I was talking about having a plan and having a marketing plan but you know sometimes we focus too much on having a marketing plan and we kind of need to have a life plan too to start playing around with our time so that it really works for us. Now I know this isn't going to work for everyone and I'm okay with that because I'm not for everyone uh, and neither are you so my I would love for you to start thinking okay is there a, something that you want to be doing or something that you keep on putting off uh, and how can you start maybe starting to think about like including that more into your day now it's not always it's sort of that thing of like sometimes we can't see what is going on for ourselves so if you're like I'm sort of interested in what you're talking about Miranda um, I would love for you to reach out to me I'm just going to start very slowly very kind of uh, you know just sort of baby steps offering some more one-on-one -on -one coaching in this time space for creative driven women uh, I love it so much and as you can see uh, the the like the effects that making time for ourselves um, doing things that we love is exponential I don't know if you can hear that in my voice but I had a really good week last week and that was because I made time for myself uh, and I did something that I love with people I love and it was just ah, so good so this week hasn't totally been about marketing it's been about being real and being fabulous and spending time in a way that suits you and playing to your own strengths so stop putting off if there's something that you've been wanting to do and start making time for it I'd love to know how you go and as always until next time stay fabulous Hey there, I so hope you enjoyed this episode of Real Fabulous Marketing. I made it with you in mind. I was thinking about you while I recorded it. So I'd love to know what you thought of it. Come on over, find me on Instagram and send me a message. I'm at Miranda Ivy Media. And if you'd love for some practical and also quite easy ways to show up as the fabulous expert that you are, then sign up to my free seven day expert visibility challenge. You just need to head on over to mirandaivy.com forward slash expert. And then I'm going to send you a whole bunch of daily prompts to start sharing your fabulous self with the world. Until next time, stay fabulous.